0: I'm really glad to be here this morning. Um, I uh, met uh, Pastor David uh, about a year two years ago. We went to Boston together. We were going to be attending the same conference, and so I called him up. and We had heard of each other, and I said, um, "Can I catch a ride with you?" And so we spent six hours uh, with Sean. Sean, who's in the high school or the kids this morning. I love Sean. Um, but I just so enjoyed connecting with Pastor David, because I just saw, here's a man with some really great values, and just the, what he conceives of how to build the church, I thought, okay, that just resonated with me, because I think it's organic, and it's healthy, and, and I can feel it when I'm with you. I uh, enjoyed the worship this morning. That was really fresh. And I could hear the congregation singing. I love to hear the band because I'm a musician too. But when I can hear you out here singing, I think, okay, this is genuine and it's real. So I'm uh, so glad to be here with you. And my friend Mathieu is here. You're going to hear from him in a few moments. Uh, so I'd like to start off. I want to read a quote in French. Moi, j'ai appris le français à l'université de l'Alberta. And, uh, ce que j'ai appris à, à l'université, c'est pas la même chose qu'on parle ici. Quand je suis arrivé uh, au Québec le, la première fois, I didn't understand a thing. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, the message this morning is called "Come with Stories." But here's a, a quote. Aucune forme de discours n'est plus puissante que le témoignage personnel, authentique et humble. I just think this is a great quotation. I got it from the Archbishop, one of the Archbishop, the Cardinal of Quebec City. And I, I attended a prayer breakfast last May, and he was the speaker. And he is actually the leading bishop over all the priests and bishops in Canada. And this man is a beautiful disciple of Jesus, which sometimes is surprising. I grew up Catholic, so his experience was very parallel to, to my experience. My parents joined the charismatic movement, and, and I, I grew up learning to play guitar with an old Pentecostal lady who played the accordion. And we, we were in prayer meetings, and that's how I learned. But we just studied the Bible and prayed together in, in different homes of, of people in the church. And it was just a beautiful way to grow. And that's the same kind of experience that uh, Cardinal, Cardinal Gérard Lacroix had. And so I, can th- I think God is doing some pretty awesome things church-wide. So... Anyway, um, so I'd like to uh, start, uh, last week, Easter week, we at our church, we celebrated Passover. Uh, I go to St. Jack's Church, I'm on the team there, and we have some people in the church, uh, this couple, who are Jewish, and they still celebrate Passover, every, they, they uh, have the Shabbat every Friday night with their kids, and they, together, they, they eat the Passover Seder meal. They really celebrate it, but they, they believe Jesus Christ is the Messiah. And so we shared this. This couple led the church. We had about 65 people. I've got a picture. Um, this was our church Uh, St. Jack's, downtown Montreal, we had 65 people eating the Passover meal as Kevin and Anya led it, and it was really beautiful. The Passover is a beautiful story that Jewish people share with their children, and um, the next picture, this is Graham, the lead pastor at the church, and that's me, I have the hat on. (laughs) <laughs> the, the, what do you call that thing? Kippa. Yeah, had that on. I was being careful that it didn't fall off, but uh, I play guitar and sing. And when I was in my last year of university, I had a friend who was taking Hebrew and she invited me to come and I was the leader of the song. So I learned a whole bunch of Hebrew songs. And there, so I was, playing some of the Hebrew songs I learned about 30 years ago, actually exactly 30 years ago. And, uh, but when we ate the Passover together, we tell the story of the Exodus, the people of Israel leaving Egypt as slaves after 430 years. It's so beautiful. It's a story and it's, it's, it's not even so much like a history class as it is Stepping into a time machine. Because when you eat the Passover, you're actually joining and participating with what happened thousands of years ago. And it's real. And the Hebrew understanding of time is different than our Greek mindset. Our Greek mindset is more linear where that's the past, here's the present, there's the future. In the Hebrew understanding, it's all one. So the story of Moses and the children of Israel is not something that's way back then. It's part of now and we join it. It's like a time machine and we join it and we we join the people of Israel as they gain a new identity, changing from slaves to become the people of God. And it's such a beautiful thing. Stories are powerful and I want to tell you a story today, share something that happened to, to myself and Matsu over the course of the last almost two years now. And, um, but let's go to scripture first. John chapter 20, verses 22 and 23. This was post-resurrection. Jesus came to his disciples. They were freaking out, fearful, hiding away in a lock, behind locked doors, and suddenly... He walked through the wall and he drew close enough to each of them that they could feel his breath. He breathed on them. Welcome the Holy Spirit of the living God. You now have the mantle of God's forgiveness. As you go, you are able to share the life-giving power to forgive sins or to withhold forgiveness. I'm just going to let that. Sit on you for a bit. When we read scripture together publicly. It's like. It's like. I read the Bible myself. Practically every day. And. Um, I've done it for the last 40 years. Because so I got. I became a. Christian when I was 12. And. I've just made it a practice of reading the Bible. But when we read it together in church, it's like the volume gets turned up. And there's something so powerful about that. I love it. He drew close to them so that they could feel his breath. That's awesome to be close to Jesus like that. You now have the mantle of God's forgiveness I think that's so important for each of us to, to remember as we go to work, as we watch the hockey game. Oh, I really, I have to forgive the Canadians. I have to change my tattoo now. No, I actually don't have a Canadian's tattoo, but I'm just gonna. I, I do love the Canadians, and I just was so disappointed yesterday. But we do have the mantle of God's forgiveness. That is so powerful. When we sit with people at a cafe or we're at a table in the library or wherever you frequent, you have the mantle of God's forgiveness on you by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the gift of Jesus. And you're forgiven. I'm forgiven. Thank God for that. But it is such a gift to give to other people. That's so important. And I want to read one more passage of scripture to you before I start telling you the story. But Psalm 71, verses 15 to 18. And I'm reading from the, the uh, version called The Voice. It's a new translation that came out in 2012. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's the Bible I'm using right now. I kind of, I go in stages. I, I was into the Amplified. I memorized a lot of the King James, still King James. It was good enough for Paul and Silas. Good enough for me. Um, but right now, it's the voice. And here's, here's what Psalm 71 verses 15 to 18 says. I will bear witness to your merciful acts. Throughout the day, I will speak of all the ways you deliver. Although I admit, I do not know the entirety of either. I will come with stories. Can you say that with me? That that phrase, those three words, come with stories. One more time. Come with stories. I will come with stories of your great acts, my Lord, the eternal. I will remind them of your justice, only yours. You have taught me since I was young, O God, and I still proclaim the wonderful things you have done. Now as I grow old and my hair turns gray, I ask that you not abandon me, O God. Allow me to share with the generation to come about your power. Let me speak about your strength and wonders to all those yet to be born. And, you know, it's amazing how fast we get old. Because that picture I showed you a couple slides back, there's Graham and me. And sometimes I look at that picture and I say, who's that old guy? It happens so fast. I'm the spitting image of my dad. My dad looked exactly like I look today. And it's still sometimes when I'm I, I pass by a mirror and I look back and I want to see my twenty-five-year-old self, which that's in the stream of consciousness that just stays with me. And our 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 stream of consciousness is ageless. It doesn't get to be fifty-three. And I look at them I glance in the mirror and I'm expecting to see my 25-year-old self, and it's not there anymore. But um, I love this scripture because as we get older, as our hair turns gray or is non-existent anymore, it doesn't matter. What matters is, are we telling the story? One of the ways I um, stay vibrant and young. Well, I have three daughters and a wife who's pretty hip, and my kids, they're my fashion consultants, and uh, they make sure I still wear tight jeans. Look, I was a kid in the 80s. We wore tight jeans. I still feel good in tight jeans. (laughs) But um, one of the ways that I measure whether Life is vibrant. Is I, I ask myself this question who are the young people around my table? Like, who, who am I sharing life with that's younger? And I'm, I, of course, my, my family, we, we have great relationships. We fight, but we work it out. Not like my family, we just didn't talk. But uh, I want my life to contain or to be shared with young people. I want young guys around my table. I want to be hanging out with younger people and sharing stories and and just telling them how I've succeeded at certain things, how I've messed up, what I've learned. That keeps life vibrant. And I want to encourage you, especially as you get older, maintain a flow of young people in your life. Keep sharing what you've got. David, in the the psalm we read, he made it his prayer. Lord, just let it be that I can be telling younger people, people yet to be born, about your great kindness, your love, your mercy. Let it be that I can keep on doing that. And that's my prayer as I grow older. And that's my prayer for you too as a church, that you keep sharing beyond yourself. And I've learned, when I was younger, I wanted, to, I wanted to make sure my life was totally in order before I talked to people about Jesus. You know what? If that is the way you handle it, you will never qualify to talk to people about Jesus. You will never qualify by your own behavior to do anything for the kingdom of God. That, that's just, that's not a scriptural position to have. God chooses us and he knows we're messed up. He knows we have messed up and he knows we will mess up. But he still chooses us to be his witness to others. And um, back in 1987, uh, it's Abigail, right? Abigail, can you put the picture of the, the little old lady and the, the guy uh, she's Back in 1987, this is not an actual picture of the event, but I was living in Edmonton at the time, and we were in one of these spring snowstorms. We had had some nice weather like we're having, and then this horrible snowstorm came, and it was wet, and it was cold, and it was raining, and I remember I was downtown on Jasper Avenue in Edmonton. Jasper Avenue is the St. Catherine of Edmonton. And it's a very busy street. And I remember I crossed the street at this busy intersection. And just as I was about ready to step on the sidewalk, there's this little old lady. And she's, she's stepping off the street into the water. And, and so I'm walking and she just grabs my hand. Didn't ask me. She just grabbed my hand and we started walking back across the street. I mean, I was going the other direction. But she just grabbed my hand and we walked across the street. And and so I, of course, I would be a total jerk if I would say, no, I'm sorry, I'm going that way. You're on your own. (laughs) I mean, I think any reasonable human being is just going to go with it. And there's sometimes you just have to go with it because need has found you out. Need has grabbed your arm. And you just need to go with it. So I just walked this little sweet old lady across the street. Sorry, I'm walking in front of the the thing. And I felt so good because I got her onto the sidewalk on the other side. We even had to have the cars wait because we were at the end of the cycle when she grabbed me. And so we we went across and I helped her. And obviously she thanked me and I, you're welcome. I felt so good. And I never saw her again. But that experience has just stuck with me. It's a great story. It's put a smile on your face. It still makes me smile. But sometimes that's, that's Christianity. That's us. Just allow need to grab your arm. We need to do that. We need to just be ready to walk with people. Just let them... Let the need dictate what you do. You'll go out of your way. It'll interrupt your schedule. I I can never be really accused of having a solid administrative plan. That's just not one of my strengths. I'm more of a go-with-the-flow person. I don't even like to ask for directions. It drives my wife nuts. Um, I'd rather take a different road and see something I haven't seen before. The guys are laughing because that doesn't work with, with our wives. Uh, but I think we need to just we we are chosen. God's prepared us. The story that you've lived thus far is ready for someone else. It's gonna resonate with someone else. It will lead them to faith. Um I, um, My profession is, I'm a pastor, but I also, I'm really good in English. Uh, my bachelor's degree is, is an English degree, and I'm always correcting my wife and my daughters. I proofread their essays, uh, my daughters, and um, even, uh, I was laughing the other day, because we always sing, we often sing the song Amazing Grace, which I think is, amazingly beautiful, but there's the the verse, when we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. That's beautiful, but it's grammatically incorrect. (laughs) I know begun rhymes with sun, but we should be saying than when we first began. And uh, I'm going to just let that go. <laughs> but it bothers me. So, I teach English. And I, um, one of the contracts that I have repeatedly is to teach English out at the aéroport Saint-Hubert. And uh, there's the aéroport Saint-Hubert, Canada's first airport. You probably didn't know that. Um, there's... Training, it's a training airport, and I often teach the Chinese pilots, and many of you have probably heard about the recent accident of two young Chinese guys that collided in mid- midair over the St. Bruno Mall. Um, I teach those guys. I hadn't taught those students, but I do an English course for them. And so usually I have six or seven of them in a class, and... In one of these classes in 2015, um, I think it was around April, Mathieu was in the class. He joined us, this sharp, handsome, young guy from France. And so we had six Chinese guys, me and Mathieu. And we just had fun. And I, I teach, we do aviation terminology, and, and there's... Uh, there's specifics, English, aviation, English, but I often get them talking. I'll I'll make them get up and do presentations. Okay, what is the meaning of life? Um, And I'm, of course, you know what, as a teacher, I'm professional. I'm not going to preach the gospel overtly. (laughs) And so I get them talking about the meaning of life and inevitably they ask me questions and I'll tell them I'm a pastor. Well, what is a pastor? A lot of these Chinese guys have no clue about that. So we inevitably, the conversation turns spiritual. It turns to deep. It's philo- philosophical. It's like, okay, who's your hero? Talk, talk to us. And a lot of times the, the Chinese guys, it's Chairman Mao. Sometimes there's, some of them don't think Chairman Mao is a hero which I don't really think he's a hero either. But, um, but I remember Matthew. he gave the speech. He talked about Mother Teresa. And I just, uh, I'm going to say it this way, but you know what? I just started loving Matthew. my class. Just, I was very attracted to him. I fe- it was like a Holy Spirit thing. It was like, I felt the Holy Spirit signicate. You got two weeks with this guy. That's how long the class lasts. But I just knew I couldn't just let it drop after two weeks, and so I don't know. I just so enjoyed it. So now, what I'm going to show you, I'm going to we got we got time. I'm going to show you a series of texts because um, I was born when I I remember when we got our first telephone. Uh, so I'm fr- I'm old school, but I actually do text on my iPhone. And so Mathieu and I, after this two week class was finished, we, we, we kept, we, we stuck together. And so I started texting him. I invited him to church and Mathieu was going to come up in a few moments. And, but Mathieu from France, there's not too much interaction with church and Jesus. That's just the culture. That's all I'll say, but so if we can, Abigail, if you can put up the first text message. So I'm the blue, Matthew, Matthew is gray. Hey, Matthew, um, this was probably, this was the week before Easter in 2015. Hi, Matthew, I'd like to invite you to come to my church tomorrow. It would be an honor to have you come. I just, j'ai lancé une invitation. People are waiting for an invitation. You and I, sometimes we're we're scared to step out of that. But you know what? People are scared to come. They need an invitation. And so I did it. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, Matthew, with pleasure. Sorry, I could not call you back today. I was too busy. Should I bring anything? I should have taken advantage of that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I'll meet you at what time? And I said, okay, you don't need to bring anything and dress as casual. Be there at 9.30. And this was uh, La Chapelle. That's where we were attending as a family. And Mathieu sat beside me. I was so proud. It was awesome. And Mathieu, he won't have time to tell you this, but he said during that whole first service, that first time in church, he said he was fighting back the tears the whole time. And I didn't know that. But I knew that something was connecting because it's just like, I just knew from the Holy Spirit that, okay, God had just put a real love in my heart for this guy. And I felt like I've known him for a long time. And so, there it is. Um, And so, next uh, text series, okay? Okay. Hi, Matthew. Hope you have had a good week. So this was next week and I, I hadn't, I had to leave early, I think, that day. So I hadn't invited him to come to church the week after. So hope you had a good week and that Easter was a good time for you. If you would like to come to my church again tomorrow, you would be most welcome. In addition, it would be great to have a coffee with you sometime this week. And this was, up to, up to this point, we had just been interacting in class. And so I just thought, okay, I'm going to step into this guy's life. I'm going to just become friends more than just teacher-student. And the answer, I was so disappointed. Hi, Curtis, I'm not sure to be here tomorrow. I don't know. If I, if I can, I'll text you, but I will be happy to have a drink with you this week. Okay, it's still open. How do you do when you get rejected? You pray. You pray. And the thing is, you know what? You just persevere. You know what, for every, uh, I've learned in Quebec, the door, the first answer is always no, (laughs) as well as the second and the third, and you just got to keep going, whether it's with people, whether it's with business, in anything, In, in Quebec, it's just, it's always naturally no, but just keep going, keep going, don't, don't stop. Okay. Now, and up to this point, I hadn't... Okay, Matthew, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Um, no sex until marriage. Um, no, I don't go there. It's just natural friendship. Because if evangelism is not relational, it's nothing. And so, next, next slide. So... Hi Curtis, excuse me, but I'm really tired actually. I've fl- I flown yesterday, today and tomorrow again, because Matthew, he's, he's a pilot. He's actually becoming a trainer for pilots. Um, today and tomorrow again, and that gets me tired. Could we book another day next week for a drink? So not only did he not come to church, but he canceled our, our appointment no problem. I'm actually a bit tired, too. I mean, if, if it's a, an appointment to share Jesus with somebody, I'm never tired. But I just said I'm tired, too. Uh, I'm free next Monday. Monday sounds good. The door is still open. But you know what? As long as there's a crack in the door, we're going through it. And so, next slide. Um, hey, Curtis, how are you? Uh, my week is more busy than I expected. I'm not free tonight, but if you want, I can book my Monday evening. If you're okay, have a nice day. Monday evening. Sounds good. I'm free at 7 PM. Okay. Good for me too. Couple cancellations and, uh, but just persevering. And so keep going. That's in May, May 10th. Now it's June. Hi, Matthew. How you been? Let's get together soon. Just, you know what? It wasn't every week. It was, Sometimes there was months in between. And then, all last summer, uh, or the summer before, Hi, Matsu, are you still at Cargare? We've kind of, the summer's busy, and we got out of touch, but just keep reaching out. And so, are you still, I'm teaching some English classes there. I had another contract. We could meet for a coffee or a drink. Hello, my captain. He calls me captain. (laughs) That's kind of cool, because... Well, too much time. Yeah. Uh, So, so that was October fifteenth. We're 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 months and months now. Uh, Next slide. So, hey Matthew, happy new year. It's been a while. Are you training now at Cargerra? I'll be teaching there again starting next week. Let's have a drink sometime soon. Hi, Curtis. Happy New Year, too. Yesterday, I told my girlfriend it'd be, it'd be cool to see Curtis again. It's, uh, it's been a while. Actually, I'm sick. I stay at home. I'm still training at Cargare. Kar- I'm free next week from blah, blah, blah. Now, this was... The next one is where the real action happened. It's almost a year... Next slide. Awesome. See you at 7 o'clock. And we met at Ye Old Orchard Pub in NDG. And Mathieu had been back to France. And um, we, you know, when we talk, I, I always point the conversation towards Jesus, naturally, because, you know, he's, he's part of me, he's part of my story. It's 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 just sharing sharing the who I am, and so that that comes out as we're sitting, whether it's having a coffee and um, it didn't used to be that beer was part of my culture, but um, I kind of got back to my roots and we had a beer together, and the talking about the Bible and it just uh, at that night this was back uh, this was March first. Uh, well, it was actually um, February 28th, and so we we met together at the old Orchard Pub, and Mathieu, Mathieu told me about being back in France and and uh, meeting with his friend Vincent. And Vincent is a rough guy; he's like he's biker biker kind of guy. But when Mathieu went back, Vincent he had become a Christian. Like, amazing. And unfortunately, his marriage had broken up. And in the wake of the breakup, he went to church. And he had become a really sincere, like, passionate Christian. And so Matthew's telling me about this. And we're sitting and he's talking. And then I just said, okay, it's like, you just know, when you get to that place, you just know, okay... I'm going to talk to Matthew very directly. It wasn't the first time we talked about Jesus. And I said, Matthew, I think you're ready. We could pray right here. And he said, no, no. (laughs) And I told him, well, here's what you do. Like I said, Matthew, do you believe that Jesus is the son of God? Yes. Check. (laughs) Do you believe he died and that he rose again? Yeah, I do. And uh, when he was telling me about Vincent and how radically his life changed, and, and, and I kind of asked, was is that a good thing? Because I wasn't sure. And Mathieu said, yeah, this is really good. And so I just knew it was time. And I said, Mathieu, you're ready. It's time to take that step. And so we didn't pray at Ye Old Orchard pub. Although if you pray at the pub, it'll work. And so I said, okay, when you go home tonight, you, you talk to Jesus and you invite him into your life. And when you do it, text me. Cause it's important to, when, when you confess Jesus, you've got to make it public. And so at 1203 AM, I did it. Thank you. See you soon. It's just. I mean, I'm over the moon on stuff like this. I was just so excited because just to be part of Matthew's journey to faith. Sometimes the little old lady grabs your hand and you become friends and you journey for a while together. Sometimes it's just a walk across the street and that's all you have. We don't know. God, the Holy Spirit is in control of this. And you might just be one incident on someone's journey to faith. Be faithful. Let the little old lady grab your hand and go with it. Other times, you need to just, you need to keep on inviting. You need to persevere beyond, sorry, I can't make it. No, I can't come to church tomorrow. No, you just need to keep going. Keep going. We've become really good friends. And in the course of that time, I, I decided, okay, whether Mathieu comes to faith or not, I'm just glad to be his friend. And that's also an important position to have. It's just, there's, it's a beautiful thing when two human beings connect. There's such value in that. And people coming to faith often happens in that transaction. And in a beautiful way, that's what happened to Mathieu. And so um, the next day or that next Sunday, I was preaching at a church in Laval. And so I said, hey, Mathieu, thank you. I'm so glad. Here is the address, if the church is supposed to say of the church. I'm still not that good with my thumbs of the church where I will speak in French. On Sunday, blah, 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 it begins at 10.30 and Matthew came. And he's going to tell you a story of what happened a day or two after he said the prayer. But um, next slide. Um, Matthew, you can come up and grab the microphone. But next slide. Hey, Curtis, how are you? When is our next meeting? Do you believe me if I tell you that I'm so fine since Sunday night? And we had been at church together at La Chapelle and God just... God just really did something in Matthew's life. I have the feeling of being different and so happy. Then I called La Chapelle this afternoon to get information about baptism. I have an appointment tomorrow morning at 8. I think I'm ready for baptism. This is so cool. It was moving so fast. See you soon. Next slide. Um, Okay, perfect. You having a good week? Yes, really calm. I read, the, I read the Bible every day. I want to grow up in Jesus. Since Vincent left, Vincent, his crazy friend who got saved, came and visited, spent, spent time. Reading is the only thing I want to do. I'd like to speak with you about Jesus, the Bible, and my friends, the demons. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes there's some spiritual experiences that happen. And we call it, We jokingly call it Black Casper. but you know the spiritual world is very real laugh out loud i'm looking forward to it we can mix english lessons with bible jesus discussion i think that's the last text slide oh no there's one more um okay Uh, hello curtis breaking news my mother wants to get baptized yeah, she is okay to do that for the next session in June. That is absolutely amazing. I'm so happy to hear it. So it's just, you know what? When we join somebody on the journey of faith, you just don't know what's going to happen. There's a whole other world that opens up. And I'm just, I'm so, it was, it's was it been such a joy to, to get to know Matthew and to see him grow and, and to see his life change. So I'm going to... Uh, ask him a couple questions, and let him tell you a little bit in his own words about the experience. We're just changing a battery. I'm never short of words, so... Uh, yeah. Jonathan's going to take a picture of Mathieu and I. Yeah, go ahead. Well, you can do both. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Mathieu, tell us just a little bit about your life before Jesus. Hello, everyone.
1: I'm very happy to be here with you today. Um, Before that, I just didn't know anything about Jesus. Nothing.
0: But, you know, when I I first met Matthew, I could see that God's moving on this guy. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist. You could just see that... I just know, like it's like God just God's got a hold of him. And often when you when you're out of your own country and you're far away from home, God God moves into your life. Um, so, uh, so how did your life change when you you prayed and then you felt God speak to you about getting baptized? And how was your life different, Matthew?
1: Um. Just the week before I got baptized, lots of things changed, like David Potier, the, the pastor of Flash asked to, um, to someone who gave his life to Jesus, and at this time, I raised my hand, and since this time, during a full week, I've, I've had the, uh, the feeling to be to be full of something, mm-hmm. Good. Yeah, that was the, the biggest feeling I have at this time. That was, wow.
0: Did you feel empty before? like?
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: full of, full of what?
1: Full of presence. Full of love. Confidence. Um, you were talking about uh, the forgiveness. Yeah. And at this time... I've learned what um, forgiving is.
0: Yeah, awesome. And um, something really, when you came to church with me in Laval, where mm-hmm. I was preaching in French, and you told me this story that happened the week where you saw the text, I did it, <laughs> the, and then something happened in the next day or two yeah. that, that's really, really cool.
1: Yeah. You now, like- this
0: was, Mathieu had just just invited Jesus into his life. And so...
1: You like that story. I love this story. Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: And you're going to love it.
1: No. Yeah. No. At this time, I was um, in relationship with a girl. And she, uh, she had a dog, a very big dog, like 100 pounds. Uh, <laughs> a, a beer. So, uh, a night, she told me, could you just go out with the dog a few minutes tomorrow? Because... I can do that tomorrow. I said, okay, I will. She loved the dogs more than me at this time. <laughs> but it's still right now. Um, yeah. And so in the morning, I, I take the dog, I took the dog, I go out with the dog just in front of the house in the snow that was the winter and just the dog lay on the floor and just don't want to move. I said, come on, it's minus 20 degrees outside. Okay. <laughs> come on, I was like that. I was putting on him, he was, no, just forget that. So I said, okay, I go back to the house, I lock the door, I go back to the, to the dog, and at this time, he understood that he won. He jumped, me, he jump, he jumped on me like that, woo, let's go, and I just take the rope, and you know, when the dog with a dog of 100 pounds, you don't lead the walk, he leads the walk. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Okay, 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 let's go, let's go. So, a few minutes later, I was walking on the street and I heard someone calling me in the back, like, hey mister, mister, please. said, okay, there was a lady behind me and she said, I have something to say to you. I said, what?
0: And this, you don't know this lady. You've no, never seen her before. I've never
1: seen her before, before. And said, I have a message for you. <laughs> okay, come on. You have a message for me? Okay, shoot. <laughs> 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 I asked the dog to, to, to be gentle and don't hit the girl. And so, okay, sit down. The dog was seated between my legs like, like that. He wanted the, the story too. And... Um, she said, yes, I have a message for you. I said, but the message for from me, from me, but about what? From who? And she said, I have the message from Jesus.
0: Mm. <laughs> 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 this is the day after. or yeah, just, just yeah.
1: The, Maybe two days after. Yeah. So, okay, you have a message from Jesus. Mm. And she said, he knows that you are asking some question on him. I knew, and me, I was asking me some question about him. That's better English. And I said, hmm, is that a miracle? <laughs> yeah, it is. And at this time she said, okay, I don't know you, you don't know me, but Jesus sent me to you to say, I'm here, and I'm here for you, and I'm waiting on you. I choose you and I'm waiting on you you choose me I said ah. wow rough morning yeah.
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's just such I, I just mm. love that that story and, and just one more question Matthew like, so how has your life changed now like wh- what, what does it mean to you now to, that Jesus is in your life ah. there
1: was the old Mathieu and there's the new mature, and the new one is very better than the old one because <laughs> because lots of point of view I've had before has changed and I don't know how to explain that but I'm feel of something I'm not alone I'm from France I'm here in Montreal since three years and so I'm living alone and Loneliness is a a big part of my life. Uh, And since I get baptized, uh, that's different. I'm not alone when I go back in my house. I I, I read the Bible and I spend some time with God. It's like if I have a discussion with Curtis, that's very different. And my approach with people is totally different. And different, yeah. And... um, I, I'm involved in La Chapelle because uh, I'm a pilot, but I'm also um, a businessman. I work as a, uh, a business development worldwide. And um, I work at La Chapelle to help them to make the, um, the church bigger and growth. And that's that's very important to me, to, uh, to serve Jesus with my skills I've developed for the, the, the 30 years before. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome.
0: It. Yeah. It's just so so beautiful. And, you know, I think, I don't want you to applaud me or applaud Matthew, but I do want you to applaud Jesus. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. And so, I've come to you this morning with a story. And just, you know, I just want to encourage you uh, that your life is relevant. Your experiences are relevant to people that you possibly haven't met, and to the people that you are currently doing life with. And it's not about standing up on a soapbox. Soap it might be just as easy. Well, let's let's go for lunch, or let's let's just uh, let's go for a coffee, or or for a beer, or whatever. It just I want to encourage you, just step into that relational flow. Just imagine, you know, uh, Matthew is not a little old lady, but in a way, Matthew is like that little old lady who I was crossing the street going this way and my arm was grabbed. And I'm just so glad that I went with it. And I just want to encourage you, just go with it. What you have to say And what you have to share out of your life is what changes other people's lives. All of you are qualified. So right now, as we close, I want to pray for you. And it's in the same way Jesus came near those disciples and he breathed on them. They could feel his breath. There's a closeness. Right now, the Holy Spirit is close to you where he wants to breathe on you. You have the mantle of forgiveness. It's what you need, and it's what the matzus in your life need. It's what the little old lady on the street corner needs. You have everything you need to be the representative of Jesus for someone else. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for West Side Gathering. I thank you for the, the spirit of worship that's here, the sincerity, the, the joy, the, the community that's being built here. And Lord, I just pray that each person here would expand relationally, that where those who have been scared to... Lance une invitation. Those who have been scared to to send a text message, Lord, would just be encouraged to just reach out again. Lord, I pray you'd bless the, the building of this community that more and more people would be brought in to experience Jesus. Father, I thank you for that. And Lord, I do pray for Pastor David and his wife as they're on a couples retreat. Thank you. Bless them. Bless the marriages in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. It's been a pleasure being with you guys.